0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Blue Color Real Estate. I'm Greg Mayo.
1: And I am Ryan Herget. Today, amidst all the craziness going on in the world, we're gonna we're gonna just uh, stay in our lane. We're gonna talk about some cool real estate stuff that definitely impacts almost every single real estate transaction out there, and that is home warranties. We have brought in the leading resident expert for all things home warranty, Miss Amy Drudge. Super, super excited to have her on. But first, Greg, what else is going on your way, man? Well, I, you know, first I wanna thank our sponsor,
0: Stacey Mayo, the Scott Miller team, and Ruoff Home Mortgage. Um, you know, we're all making adjustments where we have to now. Stacey's working from home now, just like I am. So after a few days of that, she's already filed a harassment claim with HR against me. But, you know, um, that's just kind of how that goes. But now, I, and it's important to know, with all the nonsense going on, um, and we're all being cautious, and we're all taking measures. I know, Ryan, you're doing a training for our team here a little bit today about um, different ways to conduct our business in this, this new environment, but Stacy's still going strong. Yeah. Um, she's still doing apps. She's still doing closings. She's still doing mortgages. We're still showing houses and selling houses. Um, I got a cousin up in Rockford, Illinois. He's busy in a one arm paper hanger doing inspections. Um, so we're still going. So you, you need a mortgage. You need to refi. You want to catch the rates on when they're on a dip because they've been kind of like this the last few days. Um, reach out to Stacy. Reach out to the Scott Miller team. They're going to take care of you. So that's, that's what I
1: got on that up no, it's awesome, and she does a great job. She's helping out one of our, uh, our our customers with a refi right now as well. So it's super exciting to 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 have her aboard and and uh, all of that, and we appreciate it. And so let's get started here. It is uh, buckle down time a little bit here this week with all the crazy stuff going on in the world right now. But nevertheless, we didn't want that to stop us uh, from having a little fun doing blue collar real estate, and we're super excited, even though we're not in the studio today, which. Uh, which is a bummer because Greg and I both, I know, love going in and doing this every single week. <laughs> but nevertheless, we, you know, we still want to just talk to everybody about, you know, something of value when it comes to real estate. You know, even though, uh, you know, you know. Some of us are working from home right now. Um, you know, there's still things that apply, and there's still companies out there that are out there working to help make things happen for everybody right now, as you know, the best we possibly can. So, with that being said, I want to talk about a subject that is near and dear to almost every single house that gets bought and sold, and that is home warranties. Greg, launch us into this about what we're talking about with home warranties, and uh, we've got somebody super cool with us today.
0: Well, home warranty is a thing that a, a lot of first-time home buyers ask for, right? It's that peace of mind that if something breaks, it'll get fixed because they spend a lot of money to buy a home, typically. So we use Choice Home Warranty quite frequently because of Amy Drudge, who's going to be on with us in a minute. She takes care of things. She's going to explain to us the process, um, how warranties work, sort of some of the key areas that are
1: covered, and we're just going to kind of do a deep dive on warranties today. So Amy, if you don't mind, can we just kind of dive in? Please introduce yourself, because you are probably one of my favorite people in all of the real estate industry. You are so much fun to go, go out and just hang out with, get to know you and your, your personality is just magnetic and you happen to kick ass when it comes to all things warranties. So welcome and tell us what you've been working on.
2: Oh, my goodness. Well, thank you so much for having me. You just made my heart so happy. Thank you. I I love working with you guys, too. You guys are some of the best in the biz. Um, but uh, I've just been trying to sell warranties and keep my, my agents happy and keep their homeowners happy and, um, you know, just stay busy. So uh, that's about it.
1: So I have to uh, I have to ask because I think I know the answer real quick and this is not warranty related. How are you adapting to working from home? Because you like to go out and just meet people, at, as do I, and that's been one of the the challenges that, as we navigate this. So how you doing there?
2: Oh my word, it's hard for me. I'm a very social <laughs> person. I'm an extrovert, and so uh, working from home is like telling me that I can't I don't know drink wine. You know, it's it's very similar to that, but uh, I'm managing. Zoom has been our best friend, right, in this industry, and I still can go to my Starbucks right next door and order my coffee, and she knows my name and my order. So, um, you know, I'm looking for the, the bright spot because we're just having to dig deep to do that, I think, all of us right now.
1: So I, I know that warranties get talked about a ton in almost every single real estate transaction. If, if nothing else, they're, you know, at a minimum, a topic of conversation. I mean, heck, it's even on our contract here in Indiana, at least, you know, I can't speak for other States, but you know, in Indiana, it's something that's, that's specifically noted on every single deal. So, so tell us about, you know, what are home warranties actually for? Cause I know a lot of people think, Oh, well, that roof's a little old. So maybe they'll uh, take care of that if it goes bad. And I, I know there's sometimes some confusion in that, so kind of walk us through. I know you've got a cool analogy that you use when you're talking about it.
2: I do. I'm passionate about the education piece on home warranties. I feel feel sometimes home warranties get um, a bad rap just because people don't really understand exactly how they work. They do work, I believe in them, and so that's why I'm passionate about getting the word out about what they actually do cover. So I always say they cover mechanical failures due to normal wear and tear, and in, by mechanical failures, I always say, think peach. C-E-A-C-H. P-E-A-C-H. Yes. Uh, the home warranty is going to cover you for any breakdown due to normal wear and tear in plumbing, electrical, appliances, cooling, and heating. So just think peach. If you wonder what's covered, I'll say it again. Plumbing, electrical, appliances, cooling, and heating.
0: That's peachy dot.
2: Right. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great analogy, though, for your homeowners, because, you know, oftentimes they do think, oh, mold, I've got mold. I'm going to call I'm going to call a claim in, you know, and and then they're disappointed when we don't cover mold. No home warranty company does or, you know, windows that have uh, broken seals. We don't cover those. You know, we're mechanical systems. Think about what makes your house run. And that's what your home warranty is going to cover for you
1: got it now now i want to dive into that a little bit more because i know you know this comes up a lot you know with with claims and just maybe a topic of of, of confusion as people navigate through the real estate process and that's uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna put you on the hot seat just to get started here <laughs> but tell me about you know if a furnace is 20 years old but the things working really really well or if uh you know i guess helping you know you know wash away any of the uncertainty that people have around right. will this be covered or will this not because I know that right. that's something that just becomes a sticking point and there's also different levels of warranties that I want to dive into as well here in a minute if you do mind so
2: okay so let's start with the black and white I love black and white I don't do gray in anything in my life so hopefully after today's podcast this it will it will make home warranty a little bit more black and white for you so you. Um, when you move into your home Anything that is in proper working order that breaks down due to normal wear and tear will be covered under your warranty. So here's what that means for us. When you move into your home as a home warranty company, you know, if, if as a homeowner, if you if you call in a claim on day two, which you can do, you can there are no waiting periods for real estate transactions with most home warranty companies. You can call in a claim on day one on, but let's say you call a claim in on day two on your heating unit. Your heater isn't flipping on, all right? Mm-hmm. So you call in that claim. You have to call your home warranty company first. Don't forget about that. Do not call your own vendor out there. We have a protocol. You have to follow the protocol in order to get reimbursed or in order for it to get covered under your warranty, OK? So you call in that claim on day two. How do we know that it was improper working order when you move into the home? Well, we might ask for your home inspection, OK? Mm-hmm. Home inspection you don't really have to to buy a home warranty right but if you don't have a home inspection we really have nothing to reference because the language in the home inspection states that if a visual or mechanical test could have been performed on that to find out that it was not working we can deny a claim so we use that home inspection as that visual or mechanical test right so That's if there awesome. was nothing listed on that home inspection to state that that was not working properly Then that's a covered claim. Okay. If there was something listed on the home inspection that they had prior, that you had prior to closing, then unless you brought that back to proper working order and you can provide proof of repair, that will still be a denied claim. If you have proof of repair, that's a claim that we will cover. Does that make sense? Hmm
1: that does greg is there anything because i know you're uh you're much more astute when it comes to contracting dynamics than i am i like to make it up as i go but uh you know t- <laughs> you know is there anything that that maybe you've had come up with a customer you know when dealing with warranties that and i know that and amy i'll, I'll let you touch on this too but one of the you know the reasons i wanted to ask greg is because greg has been a home inspector he did it for many many years and so he's got a really good perspective on this but a lot of times especially when it's cold outside right you know, maybe they can't test the AC unit, you know, this time of the year, you know, because you can't turn the thing on without causing problems, I don't feel. Is that correct? That's absolutely correct.
0: Um, And there's even verbiage in every inspection report software about not turning the AC on. And and even in the summertime, you do doing a a test on the AC and and you can do the air handler that's on the inside, but you can't turn the AC off and immediately turn the heat on or you damage the system. Right, especially with a heat pump. Um, and that's why, you know, when you do your pregame for an inspection as a realtor, or the first time I talked to a client when I was a home inspector, you kind of lay out for them what we can test, what we can't test, what we can look at, why it's so important to have the plumbing on, the electrical on, the gas on, so you can test all these mechanical systems. Um, and then obviously, as Amy just spoke, when you get further down the road into the warranty process, If the inspector did not test those systems then you have no baseline for was it working or was it not am I right
2: you're correct but let me offer you some assurance Uh, I always say home warranty is assurance right it's not insurance they're two very different things let me offer you some assurance if you cannot test that air conditioner because of the weather we will not hold that against the client but if it says to do anything else like if it says it's very old there may be evidence of a leak have it cleaned and serviced do whatever oh the Lord. inspection states if it do, if it just says it's at the end of its natural life and it cannot be tested you don't have to do a thing all right whatever all your safe. inspection tells you to do we want to make sure that you're limiting our liability as much as you possibly can you know before the date of the contract We want to know that you've done everything that you can possibly do to to make sure that that system is in proper working order. Just because it cannot be tested, we will not hold that against the homeowner. We just want to make sure you've done everything that the inspection states. Make sense?
1: Absolutely. I love how I fired know. up you get, Amy. It's awesome. I know. I, I do love, get so excited I when I talk about it. Like, like you get laser focused on us so I can tell you love what you do. That's awesome. That's really, really I do,
2: cool. I do. I like the education piece. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't, I let me be honest. I don't love selling home warranties, but I love my realtors. I love my relationship. And I love it when I can take care of a client. You know, sometimes I have to hop in on a claim and assist. And it's like putting a piece of uh, like a puzzle together. You know, you just get and when you finally insert that last piece. It's just so cool. So
1: no, and and that is that is why we love you because you know just like any company out there, there's great companies. There's those that could do it better, and it's all about the people that that company has, right? People that are going to work work to find solutions, and you are absolutely the quintessential piece person in the home warranty space for that. So again, that's why we wanted to have you on the show today. Oh, so thanks, me.
2: Thank
1: so but, let uh, me ask you a question, Amy. Yeah, yeah. Not to interrupt the love fest, but
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but. All right. So let me lay a scenario out for you. I, I I bought my house. I've been in there. It doesn't matter how long, say a couple months, my furnace stops working. Mm-hmm. So I go through the process either online to file a claim or I call in. Now the expectation from some people I've noticed is that um, you're going to come out and replace their furnace, but that's not the case. Right?
2: Okay, so so walk me through how that works. Okay. So, If you've lived in your house a couple of months and your furnace has been working for two months, nobody's gonna ask you for the inspection. More than likely, no one's gonna ask you for a thing. If it's worked for two months for you, it was probably in proper working order when you moved in to the best of your ability. So you're probably not going to be asked for anything. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna file the claim. Okay? We have our own set of vendors. We'll get a vendor out to you. That vendor is gonna come out and tell us, hey, this is what's going on with this heating unit. Uh, It needs a new motherboard. If we can repair it, at that time, we will always repair first, okay? If it cannot be repaired, then we go about replacing, all right? So here, let me say that again. All home warranty companies are going to repair first. Yeah, you might need the chicken's help on that. We're (laughs) going to (laughs) repair first, really love that. A lot of people do think, oh, I'm just going to get a brand new unit. It's 17 years old. We're going to repair it first if we can. If we cannot repair, we replace, okay? Makes sense.
1: It makes sense. I hope there... everybody
0: got that because that's really important to understand. The job of the home warranty company is to get those mechanical systems back up and functioning properly. Not, and, and I'll give you a good example. When we bought our house seven years ago, it, it came with a warranty. I'd never had one before. I didn't know what they were, how they worked. We had been here probably three months and the furnace stopped working. I'm like, Oh crap, what do I do? So I called the warranty company. They sent somebody out. My first question was, so this is an older unit. You're just going to replace it. And he kind of chuckled and went, no. So, (laughs) but what they did do, whatever problem, and it's a, it's an all electric heat pump, whatever the problem was, it was an $800 part, but they did replace it. They got our furnace up and running again. And it cost me my, whatever it was back then, 60 bucks to have them come out. So Having just moved into a brand new house, and we spent tens of thousands of dollars remodeling it, not having to pay that eight hundred dollars was a huge benefit for us.
2: Right, absolutely, and you know that brings me to another point. Um, you know, oftentimes you just pay your deductible, and that is all you're out. If it's a simple, hey, are your your refrigerator is broken down, and we can't fix it, we're just gonna we like to write you a check for a new one. You're out sixty five dollars. That's it, okay. But if you have a bigger fix like if you have a bigger issue like your hvac needs replaced right keep in mind this the home warranty is going to fix what's broken if any modifications have to occur right in order to get you know that old or that new part in or that new unit in where that old unit used to be sometimes we have to modify ductwork sometimes we have to modify wiring you know electrical or anything space any modification costs are the homeowner's responsibility. The home warranty does not pick up those modification costs. I just want you to know that, okay? Um, we're going to do our we're going to do our best to to take care of the cost of the parts. We're going to take care of the cost of the labor, right? But if any modifications have to take place or occur, that is at the homeowner's expense. Does that make sense?
0: Mhm. And that's a good point.
1: Now, absolutely love that, and uh, you know, a couple last things. And if you've not, uh, you know, just kind of pause here for a quick second, and you know, remind people if you've if you're taking anything away from this, anything of value, please hit that subscribe, like, comment button. We'd love to get your thoughts on this. If there's uh, anything that uh, we can do to help or clarify this, uh, we'll have Emmy's um, um, contact info in the show notes. So you can reach out to her directly. Of course, you can always reach out to Greg and I. Uh, Greg's a little quicker about getting back to people sometimes, so I apologize about that, but <laughs> but but nevertheless. I just wanted to, you know, you know, pause and say that, you know, there's a ton of questions around this. This is, you know, you know, definitely, definitely a topic of conversation for anybody that goes through the process of buying and selling a home. So, again, if you do have questions, reach out to Greg or I, or, or of course, Amy. Her notes will be in the show notes. So, um, a couple last things I'd like to kind of touch on here, Amy. You know, you know, that we've not really dove into. We talked about, you know, a lot about the appliances, the, you know, the A, C, and the H of Peach, right? But we haven't really talked much about you know, the electrical dynamic of that. What are some of the things that a home warranty covers from an electrical perspective? I mean, you know, again, I I would presume to say that if, uh, you know, we walk into a house and the home inspection, you know, comes back and they have the old fuse box, you know, the ones that you actually turn the fuses into it, you know, that you're not just gonna immediately replace that and replace all the wiring should at some point there become a problem, But, uh, but what's that dynamic look like and how is electrical really navigated through when it comes to warranties?
2: You're correct. Electrical can be a little bit more tricky, I think, than anything else in the contract. Um, here's the deal: if your inspector comes in and says things aren't up to code, the home warranty is not going to pay to, you know, to bring it up to code. Um, you know, electrical claims, you know, are really interesting. If if you have something that catches on fire, um, and it burns, you know, down to your, you know, your fuse box or whatever, that is not a covered claim. We don't cover for any fire or anything like that. Uh, electrical claims that I've had good experience with are you move into a home and you know, a little electrical, whatever outlet isn't working. So you call in the claim and the, we send an electrician out for $65 and we make that, we bring that back to proper working order or a ceiling fan perhaps isn't working. You know, again, we will, you call in a claim and the electrician will come out and bring that back to proper working order. So um, electricity is just a little bit more tricky just because we don't cover the, like the fires or to bring it back to code. Uh, but it does work. It will work for the client. Um, if they have any questions, they're welcome to call me, even if they don't have a choice home warranty. I don't care who they have. Um, they're welcome to call me and I will be their resource.
0: So I had a client who bought a house, got a warranty, and during the inspection process, the inspector noted that the panel was a Zinsco stab block, which is a panel that's known to fail um they don't make them anymore you, it's really hard to find breakers for him but uh he had probably been there about six months and one of the breakers failed for god i don't remember what but one of them failed i told him to call the warranty company before i sent my electrician out because my electrician's 250 dollars just to show up or whatever anyway even with the inspection noting that it was an old, uh, you know, a panel that is known to fail and whatever. They still replaced it. They replaced the breaker. Now the electrician that the home warranty company sent out advised him, dude, you need to replace this panel, right. but at least they got him back up and running and whatever it was stove or his water heater, whatever the hell it was got working again. So that was a win for him.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And we will do that. You know, we'll, we'll, bring you back, oh, the goal of the home warranty is to really bring you back to where you were before the traumatic event occurred. I mean, whether you're not, you think it's a traumatic event that, you know, an electrical outlet will, whatever you call it, break, the breaker will, I, I, don't, I only know enough to be dangerous, but you can help me with the language. It'll flip and then something won't come on and then, you know, a fuse right. has to be replaced or whatever. We will come out and do that. But again, we probably, if, if it was, especially if it was noted on inspection, we're not going to take out that whole, that box and replace all of that and give you all new electrical. We're just not going to do that. No home warranty is going to do that. We're only going to fix a mechanical failure. All right.
0: Uh, we've talked about electrical. We've talked about heating and air, two of the big things, but let's talk about plumbing a little bit. Um, one of the biggest things people worry about is obviously their water heater failing, which is, you know, can be a thousand bucks or more to replace, mm-hmm. but let's talk a little bit about uh, the plumbing itself, the water supply lines, um, a couple of things you see in older homes is low flow galvanized, right, for your for your potable water supply. And then we also see cast iron uh, waste lines. Both of these types of piping and the reason they don't make them or they do make it, but the reason nobody installs them in new houses anymore is because they both fail from the inside out. Mm-hmm. So let's say I'm in my crawl space looking around because as an inspector and as a realtor, I tell my clients, get in your call space every six months, look for problems, right? So let's say I'm down there rooting around and I notice that one of my pipes is leaking. Mm-hmm. So I call you. Well I don't call you. Well I would, but <laughs> right. I call the warranty company. How is that handled?
2: Okay. Great question. So we need when you think about your warranty. Uh, you're, you're in your crawl space, so so you're okay, but you need to think about the home warranty is going to cover anything on the inside of the confines of the home, all right? Now, if they have to do something, if the vendor that we send out to fix whatever that leak is in your crawl space, if they have any trouble accessing that and they have to cut out anything to get to that, that is at the homeowner's expense. They're probably not going to have to if it's, if it's in your crawl space. They can probably get to it if you did. Right, but if there if any access has to be granted, um, the the home warranty does not cover to grant access. We're going to fix the main whatever that leak is. We're going to fix that leak again if it was due to normal wear and tear. All right. Now, if we have to put anything, if we have to put you know get any a drywaller out there to get it you know rough patched, we'll do that. But we're not going to make your house pretty again. So we're not going to paint it you know the color of your paint. We're only going to get you back to where you were. Before that water leak happened, okay. So if
0: it's in the slab,
2: in the slab, a supply line
0: in the slab, um, okay, it has to be different
2: story. Um, Because if it's concrete encased, which that's what the slab is, if it's if it's in the slab, we'd limit our coverage to about I think it's five hundred dollars. All right, so if we have to dig into that slab or dig into that concrete or whatever to get to that plumbing leak, leak, your cap is five hundred dollars. All right, so um, home warranty companies cap those things, those li- those more difficult things, um, we want to limit our liability a little bit more on those, right? Because to dig into a slab or to, you know, that's just thousands and thousands of dollars. So we really are only going to, we're, we limit it very low, you know, just so we're not out that thousands of dollars. I hate to say that, but a lot of people don't understand that. And that's one that, you know, I talk about home warranty. I talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? And that's just one of the ugly things. We're going to limit our liability on that. If it's in the slab or if it's in concrete in case. All right.
0: And that's just, but that's important for people to know. And like you said, it's across warranty companies, right? Right. And right.
2: we're pretty much all the same when it comes to things like that.
0: So let me ask you this. I I feel like I'm just rapid firing on, you now, but, um, but let's say I've got a leak in the upstairs bathroom and it destroys a bunch of drywall in my ceiling and my family room. Right. You're not covering what the water damage or what the water leak did. You're just covering the water That's leak, right. am I right?
2: Exactly. So um, we do not cover for any secondary damage, okay? That's an insurance claim if you so choose. We're gonna th- say your water heater leaks all over your beautiful hardwood floors or your basement that you just had finished, right? Um, we're only going to fix that mechanical system that has failed, which is your water heater, if it broke down due to normal wear and tear, right? If the other things got damaged in the process, if you want to call your insurance claim and file a a claim on that, you can do so, but the home warranty never covers for any secondary damage. All right? Good to know. Yeah.
1: Ryan, what you got now? Well, Amy, we've, uh, we've, We've covered almost every single point that I can ever think of from home warranty training that we've done in the past. So I I definitely appreciate you taking a few minutes out of your morning here to sit down and uh, share all of this with us. I know there's been a ton of uh, great value here for people listening. Um, I really don't have any more questions about warranties. Uh, Is there anything that maybe we haven't talked about, Amy, that that comes up in conversation or, you know, something that's, you know, part of your common daily practice that you're working with that, uh, you know, would still be helpful to dive into real quick?
2: I, one thing I can think of is can any old homeowner buy a warranty? So if you have not recently bought or sold, you know, you guys are the resource. People are coming to you asking you all of these questions all of the time. Well, hey, I just, I, I, I'm refying and I want to add a home warranty or I've lived in my house for 10 years. Can I get one? The answer is yes, they can get one. The only difference is they're the same price. The only difference is they've got that 30-day waiting period before they can file a claim. Your homeowners that have recently bought or sold, Do not have a waiting period, okay? But if you want one and you've lived in your house five years, 10 years, whatever, you will have a 30-day waiting period before you actually file the claim. That's the only real thing that I can think of that we haven't discussed.
1: Is that because there's not an inspection report to really go along with it? Okay.
2: Okay, that's exactly why.
1: So, okay, now that makes perfect sense. So cool, very cool. Well, Amy, we definitely, as we wrap things up here, want to thank you again for your time. Uh, and uh, for another edition of Blue Collar Real Estate, I am Ryan Hergett. And I'm Greg Mayo. Thanks so much, everybody.